Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring world-famous animal communicator, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Laura, are you here? We've been having some technical issues, so uh, I'm not sure if we can get her on here. So just a moment, everyone. You can log on to thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication. Go to our Facebook page. Uh, which is facebook.com slash radio. Put your animal's photo and your question in the comment section of today's post so we can see it while we talk to you on the air. You can call in at 917-889-2693. Join us in the chat room. It is open. I'm your producer and co-host, Ai Kusuhara. Laura, are you back with us? I'm back with you. You can hear Great. me. I can hear you. Yeah. Uh, sorry, we are having a little bit of technical difficulties. Can you hear me? I can. Great, great. Yeah. Awesome. Hopefully everyone, in, hopefully everyone in the chat room can hear you. Yeah, I think, I, I hope so. It's, I think so. <laughs> All right, so um, should we just go ahead and take some calls? Let's do it. Okay, so uh, just note to our audience, um, we do take as many calls as we can every show. Uh, if you could just be patient with us. Um, if you don't need to be on the air, you can always submit your question in the chat room or email us, which is petpsychicradio at gmail.com. Um, and you might be chosen to be one of our email bag readings, uh, where we usually choose someone at random to do a quick reading on the air. Uh, so we're going to be uh, shouting out your last four digits of your phone number. And when you get on the air, just go ahead and explain who you are, your name, your animal's name, what kind of animal, species, are they dead, are they alive, uh, general information such as how old they are, what do they look like, that's very important. Um, and if their photo is on our Facebook page or not, that way both Laura and everyone else who's listening can look at the picture while we talk to your animal um, and just go straight ahead into all of this information. So uh, first number I'm going to pick at random, here we go, is, let's see, 874, oh wait, 8794. 8794, you are on, go ahead. Hi, um, my name is Katie and um, my dog's um, name was Rocky. He was a male chihuahua, and he was 12 years old when he passed away last month. And I um, submitted a picture on your um, Facebook page, and I just was wondering if, you know, if he made, made it over okay, if he's doing okay. You know, I like I feel it happened suddenly, and I feel, you know, he was my baby for 12 years, so I feel that there's like a lot of just like guilt and I, I, you know, I'm having a hard time moving on, so I just, like, wanted to maybe just, like, hear something from him or, or just, you know, kind of see what's going on. Okay, great. So how come you have guilt? Do you, do you feel like well, you... Um, oh, what was that? I'm oh. sorry. Aw, <laughs> uh, do you feel like you put him down too soon or something? Well, um, I, I was hoping, um, you know, he was actually in great shape for 12 years old. Like, I was hoping that he was going to be around for forever, like, be, you know, break the record <laughs> for, like, 
you know, oldest living Chihuahua, and I really thought he would. You know, he was in really great health, but he actually got into another a fight with our other dog named Shirley. And um, you know, like over the years, they would get into like little scuffles here and there. But um, and this one, it, it didn't. You know, it wasn't. She wasn't doing it maliciously. It just ended up that he had um, just like a little laceration. He needed to go and get stitches for, and um, it was like a mix-up at the vet with medication and and with him going under anesthesia and um you know he passed away so it wasn't from the injuries oh, that, but it was from the veterinarian yeah thank you so much oh, it's been it's been really hard i know and that's like everybody's worst nightmare really is to have our animals go and die under anesthesia and because you don't really get to say goodbye and Really yeah, I had no tough. idea. He was actually in good shape. You know, he just had a little cut. It was something that wasn't going to heal on his own. He needed a few stitches. So I brought him in. I dropped him off. And um, I didn't even get to say goodbye because I was, like, so frantic from, like, the fight that happened with him and the other dog. And I just dropped, yeah. I just dropped him right off at the vet. So it was very fast. And they told me I was going to be able to pick him up in a few hours. And then, like, right before I had to pick him up, they told me he had passed away. Oh, it's so sad. Okay, let's get Maybe there was a reason why he had to go. We'll see. Okay, Rocky. Rocky, honey. Rocky wants you to know that he did say goodbye. He said that he came to you while you were in bed and scratched on you. And he did. You know what's weird? I I had a couple of dreams just like that about him, like, coming to me. Oh, I love that. He says he wants to tell you something. That he had to go and be an angel. That he doesn't blame his friend, the other dog. That she was God's instrument. Because we were really good friends. Yeah, they were. They were really good pals. He says what he's doing there is... What are you doing there, Rocky? He said he's teaching old men how to understand other old men. Honey, why are you doing that? How, what's that about? <laughs> he says sometimes old men get stubborn. And then they're scared to go to heaven. And when they do go to heaven, then they don't know how to talk. But if the old man is petting Rocky, then they open up. Now, the interesting thing usually is when they talk about, like, having a job in heaven, oftentimes it relates to something in the dog's life or in their people's life. Do you have, like an old man friend that doesn't know how to talk? Uh, Yeah, like, you know, he was, he was around, like, you know, our older relatives and stuff like that, and, and he was just like an, you know, acted like an old man himself, you know, like a grumpy old man, but, you know, coming around, especially like, you know, getting used to the younger dog that we had rescued, you know, um, you know, his friend Shirley, and then, then when I had a baby, you know, like, like him, it's almost like he taught himself how to adjust because he was always just my baby for so many years. Right, right. Oh, that's interesting. But he was around old men. Was he around anyone who was old that didn't that didn't talk very much? Um, 
yeah, like he kind of had an understanding with my dad, you know, who was older, and you know, he's like a grandfather age. So yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. and is your yeah, dad still I, alive? Your dad's still alive? Yeah, my dad is still alive. Um, but he did have like um, you know, my 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 uh, Rocky had a weird relationship with my husband's grandfather, who was like older, and and it's like every time they mm-hmm. saw each other, like that he didn't really like Rocky, and then Rocky would bark at him and growl at him. So I don't know if that has, but he had passed away a couple of years ago, so I wonder if that has anything to do with oh. it. <laughs> Maybe they're bonding on the other side. I'll bet you anything that's what it is. So I'll bet that you would- that cool. I'll bet you that Rocky has met your um your husband's grandfather on the other side and that he's teaching him how to open up so that he can grow on the other side. Your great, your grandfather, your husband's grandfather, so, you're, so he can grow on the other side. And maybe what was going on is that if, I don't know, but if he was somewhat of like a stubborn man or, or kind of like was scared maybe to go to heaven, maybe he right, hasn't, like, right. yeah, maybe he hasn't moved on to like, the best place in heaven, not to say that he hasn't gotten to heaven, but maybe he's not in the best place of heaven. And so then what Rocky needed to do is die early to go and help him. And what happens is, is that Rocky holds the essence of your family. So he, there's a part of him that like feels like your family. So that when he dies and he goes to the other side and he meets your husband's grandfather, your husband's grandfather will feel like he's with family because the essence of you guys are there. So it will yeah, make him a yeah. little bit warmer. So I'll bet that's why he had to go to help your grand, your grandfather transform, which would be really amazing to sort of watch as time goes on now, because if anyone had like resentment towards that man or anyone didn't have closure about his death or anything, that will probably shift in the next coming months because Rocky's working with him and he's working on himself. So, and you might also have more um, people uh, that were close to him might also feel like he's around more. Wow. That's so, that's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, Yeah, that really makes sense. And I, I actually have been having like dreams or like these feelings where I'll wake up at night and it's, it, you know, his birthday was March 11th, Rocky, and, and I, I will wake up right at 3.11. And this happened to me a couple nights in a row, right at 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, 3.11. And I just have this, like, feeling, and then I look at the time, and it, it's just unbelievable. It's the weirdest thing. Oh, wow. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That's my sister's birthday, too. <laughs> wow. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, thanks so much, Katie, for calling in. And thank you so much. That was just such a huge help, and it really helped me. You know, I'm trying to get closure and everything, and it's just Mm -hmm. to know something like that and that he has a job and that, you know, this all serves a greater purpose, something that felt like just such a tragedy and it felt like it had no purpose at all. To know that there's a positive to this, it just makes me feel so much better. So thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. So neat. Thanks for your call. That's awesome that she's having those dreams and at that time. And that was, that was so cool. I know it's so important to trust those. When yes. Happen, you know, like to really believe it and trust it. And I know, I know yeah. we doubt ourselves so much, but we have to trust that when it comes through, especially when it's that, that strong and you know, and that in our 
Yeah, it's amazing about what the universe does and like how we're all connected in ways and how when mm-hmm. they do die young, there usually is another reason for it. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. cool. So we have a great guest today. We have Deborah Gusk from uh, Esky Rescues United American Eskimo Dog Rescue. That is a mouthful. <laughs> Deborah, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, so tell us uh, a little bit about Esky Rescuers and uh, what you guys do, what your focus is, and where you are located. We are a group of folks that just love the, the American Eskimo breed, and we take in uh, primarily dogs that are that show up in shelters or uh, strays. Uh, a lot of owner surrenders, depending on the case. Um, we once we rescue a dog, it's rescued for life. Whether the adopter can't keep the dog, it is required to rep- to be returned to the rescue. Mm-hmm. Um, I myself specialize in the seniors and special needs, and it's just they have a soft spot in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just because if you get to the age of 14, 15, 16 years old as a dog, you know, those are your twilight years. And I feel that they deserve even just a respite home for however long they have to be here. So, yeah. And why, uh, why uh, American Eskimo breed? You know, I just thought they were gorgeous. I never had a dog mm-hmm. until I adopted and they took pity on me as a first time dog owner uh, almost ten, well, about ten years ago, and they were just gorgeous. They were smart. They, I was a single person living in a condo, and I, you know, it was kind of a way of uh, security or protection. And I just, I really appreciated the the match that they made for me. They chose the dog to meet my needs, oh, and wow. I couldn't have asked for a better match. And wow, yeah. So I adopted Sunny in October two thousand four, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the inspiration for quite a bit of stuff that I've done since then. So, yeah. So you were first time uh, dog caregiver, and then now you are working at the rescue. That's amazing. Yeah, I I, I was a, a national director for a couple of years. I, yeah. I helped manage everything. Um, then Sunny started to get sick, and I had to take mm-hmm. a step back. So mm-hmm. I'm not as active in the management of it or in hands-on rescue, but. I do get folks, you know, asking for advice, and I try to mentor as much as I can. Right. And today, um, I know we're going to be talking to Mr. B, who is a senior foster that you have. Can you tell us a little bit about Mr. B? Yeah, Mr. B um, came to us as a heartworm positive dog out of uh, Ohio almost nine years ago. He was adopted, returned, adopted, returned. Uh, His last return was two and a half years ago. Um, He was returned at 68 pounds when he should have weighed 40. And he had his annual appointment today. He's down to 42 pounds, which is a good weight for him. He's had sarcoptic mange. He's hypothyroid. He's had surgeries. And the poor boy, he's just such a a mess. But, you know, he's a great dog. (laughs) So he just sleeps a lot, which is, you know, that's kind of why I like him. They're very low maintenance at this age. So do, you, do we want to ask him if he wants to stay with you or if he wants to find another home? Sure. And, okay, let's get Mr. B. He's so cute. He says it depends on what you want. <laughs> He's happy to stay here if he wants to. He says he loves you a lot. Aw. 
but he says he knows sometimes you feel overwhelmed. Yeah, he's kind of got an incontinence issue, but that's just kind of par for the course. He says, you know what happens to me when I'm incontinent? He says he starts to feel weird in his thigh area. Oh, okay. He gets a numbing feeling. Really? Is that, so is he peeing or just pooping? Both. He wears a belly band overnight, and if I'm going to be gone for a stretch of five or six hours. A belly band? Do you think the belly band would make his thighs feel a little bit numb when he has to go pee? Um, you know, the the ones that I have, they there's like a, a firm thing in the pad, so I wonder if that if maybe I switch out for a softer one might help. Yeah, let me try and figure that out. Or if he's feeling numbing from the from peeing on a thigh, if he's doing a like That's okay, thing. yeah, like a urine you, burn or something. Yeah, what are you feeling numbing from? Is it from the belly band? The belly band helps me. Oh, okay. My mo- it makes my mom feel better. <laughs> He said he really likes to help you. Okay. He says oftentimes he dreams of sending you love. Aw. He says that if he was a man, that he would bring you flowers. (laughs) And he said that he would stroke your hair really nice. Aw. He'd really let you know that he loves you. <laughs> he says that he feels like a lot of women who are in rescue mm-hmm. don't get enough love from other people. Very <laughs> true. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> but maybe because we're all surrounded in dogs, like they can't get right, to us. Exactly. <laughs> That's funny. Unconditional love. <laughs> Yeah, oh, Mr. B, you're such a sweet little guy. I can't even believe how sweet you are. <laughs> he says, you know why he got that? I ate a lot of pasta. <laughs> <laughs> My old person used to love to feed me pasta and butter. Oh, that explains <laughs> a lot. He says he misses it sometimes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, buddy, not happening here. <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. B, don't you feel better all nice and trim? He says sometimes it's hard to get up on his hips. Yeah, I've noticed that lately. He says it's a harder time getting underneath him. You know what I wonder if an adjustment would be good for him from a chiropractor? Because maybe if he's out of alignment, it will help him be more continent. Like it might help him... Can you poop better? Mm-hmm. Also, I don't like to have my teeth brushed. Yeah, we're going in for a dental next month. Oh, that's what he's talking about. He knows. (laughs) He knows. Yeah, we had that conversation this morning. (laughs) Oh, you did? Yeah, the vet suggested it, so. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. See, so what? So what's amazing about that is, so know that he's listening to everything that you say. Oh, too so funny. Know that you're being really clear the way you communicate with him too. Mhm. Yeah. 
He says, you tell my mom I love her and I'll stay with her forever. Unless That's she wants to find me at the home. He's really funny because he's really trusting. He's like, whatever you want. He trusts you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So sweet. That's so awesome. So, Deborah, tell us how can our listeners contact you and whereabouts in the country are you located? I am actually located in Rockford, Illinois. It's about mm-hmm. an hour south of Madison, Wisconsin, and an hour and a half west of Chicago. Uh, Esky Rescuers United is a national group. Uh, you Great. can check them out online through eskyrescuers.org. Um, they've always got more dogs in the foster system than they have listed. A lot of times it's because mm-hmm. they're trying to figure out a temperament or a health issue or they're so new into the program, they never make it to the site because someone's already got an application that matches that particular dog. Oh, wow. So, okay. But, yeah, but there's always a, a need for foster homes, for volunteers to help with screening applications or just, you know, doing the, the legwork of pulling the dogs or getting them to the vet. So. Yeah, and uh, so since it's a national organization, you, uh, Esky Rescuers, can they're all over the place, and we can uh, help out at all over the country. Is that right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. It's basically a virtual organization. So the, mm-hmm. head, uh, the head gal is out in Baltimore, mm-hmm. um, and she has a hub there where she vets the dogs there and sends them out to foster homes in her area. But, yeah, we're coast to coast, so... Great, great. Um, So we'll have all that information up on our website and it's uh, posted in our chat room as well. Uh, Thank you, Deborah, so much for being on our show. We appreciate all that you do. And, uh, and please uh, keep us posted on on what's happening with Mr. B. (laughs) Will do. Okay, thank you so much. That was uh, Deborah Gusk from Esky Rescuers United American Eskimo Dog Rescue. Uh, their website is eskyrescuers.org, and that's spelled E-S-K-I-E, rescuers, R-E-S-C-U-E-R-S.org. They also have a Facebook page called E-R-U, Esky Rescuers United. So look that up, and we'll have all that stuff posted on our webpage. I believe we already do. Do we? Oh, no, maybe we don't. We uh, but do. We, will. we do. Yeah, under today's post, and you'll see a little... Um, Sonny, the dog that helped uh, start the organization, has his little birthday hat. And on that mm-hmm. post is all their information. Great. Uh, yeah. Okay, so let's go to our next caller. We have, uh, I believe we have your friend Kelly is calling in. Okay, exciting. Okay, so <laughs> Kelly, welcome to the show. Tell us uh, what's been going on and who's your animal. Hey, um, yeah, I, I live in Nashville and I recently moved into a new apartment and, um, my neighbor has a dog who he keeps in a kennel in the backyard, in his backyard, but it's a big problem around here with, and it's allowed for dogs to be kept outside in kennels or even on chains. Um, and this dog just kind of, you know, called me over to help her. And so I've been trying to do that because uh, and documenting it, the guy feeds her twice a week only. Been below freezing Freaking. this week. Twice a week he only feeds her. Yeah, Tuesdays and Saturdays is what I've I've caught him feeding her. So 
so I've started and it's, it's, you know, it's tricky because I have a fence and then there's a five, about a five foot gap and then her kennel. So I'm kind of, I have a long cane pole that I'm like fishing through the fences um, with treats and like putting balls of raw meat and getting her food that way. But her water's been frozen. There's poop all over the kennel ground. Um, Yeah. So it's really sad, but I've been rallying support and I've got, somebody is bringing me an igloo house for her and some we're getting her some hay and some other stuff and we're going to approach the owner on Saturday to offer help and potentially ask him to surrender her um depending on his his you know who you should you should talk to is dogs deserve better right because I don't they always do that yeah yeah that's exactly what I was thinking Robin from dogs deserve better which we can give you their info I've but they're actually yeah there's a local rep here uh rebecca oh great this are better oh who I'm great working with her and a, a couple of other people uh, yeah i've been getting advice from anybody who'll give it so um oh, but yeah good. she's the one she's getting me the hay and another group um the middle tennessee pet resource center has gotten got me the dog house and so yeah me i need you to get the dog so she, <laughs> I have a picture of her. She looks like an Entel Buker Sedenhund. <laughs> Do you know what she is? I don't. I have no idea. I all I know is she's had some puppies. I don't know how old she is. I don't you know, I don't know her name. I'm calling her Daisy. Okay. Let's get, let's get Daisy and see what Daisy has to say. Okay, hold on. Daisy, so everybody she looks like an Entel Buker Sedenhund, which sort of looks like what does she look like to everybody? Like a, uh, like a, like a. I put her on. She's on that house. thread on the Facebook page too. So. Oh, she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready, Daisy? What you gotta say to Kelly? I've known her for a long time, and I just want to be in her house with her. She plays lovely music. I know this because I can feel it in my bones. I want to be near her because I just feel bad. This place sucks compared to what her vision of dogs looks like. So what she's doing is she's, she's, she's picking up what you want for her or what you feel like she deserves. And she's, thinking about what she has and you're thinking like, wait a second here, how do I get this end up here? Yeah. He says that you, she says that you should tell the man, mister, I'm going to take this dog. Here's a hundred dollars and a turtle. I don't know why she's throwing in the turtle. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, what's that about? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have any turtles at my disposal, but maybe I could find them. But why do you want to? Why do you say a turtle, honey? Because I think that would be a good pet for him. They don't really need a lot of room, and they could live in an area like mine. I mean, I don't know if they could do okay in the cold. 
I think they would be just fine. I think what we need to do is plan my escape. I thought about climbing over, but I can't do it. And I can't go under either. I think what you need to do is just open up the gate and take me out. And then maybe you could move to a different location. And if you switched my collar, he'd never know the difference. It's like he wants to go to witness protection. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's funny. I almost went out there the other night because it was like 18 degrees. And I was like, I have to go get this dog. But I also don't want to get shot trespassing on this property. Because uh, that's oh. not going to do anybody any good. Um, mm -hmm. but that, you know, that was my hesitation is like, I can't go steal a dog and then keep it and live right behind this guy. You know, it's just like, that's a little too close for comfort. So she, she picked all of that up. Very yeah, well. she did. She did. I mean, she sounds very well socialized. Does she seem like, have you been able, you haven't been able to pet her or anything. I mean, she actually no. seems she's like, she seems pretty stable otherwise. Yeah, she does. I mean. You know, the first time I got her, fished her over some treats, um, she got super aggressive about that. And and then one day I I went, who he had just fed her, and I walked over, and she got super aggressive, just protective of the food because she doesn't get it that much. Um, yeah. But now, now I feed her, and she's totally fine. And if she's still hungry, she'll lick her lips and start barking at me. Uh, oh. And um. But she know she knows when I'm driving in the driveway. She'll get up even if she's asleep. She'll get up and and greet me. And you know she whines if I get out of my car and don't come say hi to her. And but you're you you're right about her trying to climb out because she jumps on the top of her. She has a little house in there. She'll she stays on the top of that thing half the time. Oh, she really wants you to come and get her. Oh. Kelly, I think you have a dog. <laughs> Yeah, but is it Jala? <laughs> I mean, I'm very curious now because she said she's known me for a long time. I, I know. Don't, I don't Every, think she's Jala, but. Kelly had this amazing, amazing dog named Jala, and he <laughs> passed away of bone cancer, and Kelly was like the most amazing doggy mom ever. And uh, one time Jala said to me, because I live next to a baseball park, and, he, and there are all these, like, lights, you know, the baseball park lights. Mm -hmm. And he said, I didn't know there were so many moons. <laughs> you know, the light. We thought they were moons. <laughs> That's so cute. So uh, Kelly, you're going there um, this weekend with uh, some of the folks to give support to this neighbor. Yeah, we're gonna make an approach and and you know offer the house and the hay and to see how receptive he is and you know if mm -hmm. he's open to it, we'll ask if he wants to surrender. Um, you know, we don't have a shelter to take her to or anywhere else. Mm -hmm. um, so, it, you know, it it would likely be she would have to come to my place because we don't know if she's how she is with other dogs or cats mm -hmm. or kids or any. We don't know anything. Yeah. Um, so I'm really good. She says. <laughs> she says she's perfect and she likes old ladies. Oh, great, old ladies. <laughs> What is she trying to say? <laughs> I, 
I think there may be something that happened to her where she maybe was stolen once. Mm. She had a life before. Because she seems like she's, like, had a life and knows what life is, you know, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well no, she's not. She's in a bad post- situation. Yeah, yeah, you gotta keep us posted and let us know what happens. Uh, I will, yeah. We'll see. I think we'll you see. should ask ask him if he'd sell her to you for a hundred bucks. Yeah, we could. And a turtle. And a turtle. <laughs> yeah, don't forget the turtle part. Maybe, like, maybe he, like, really yeah. loves turtles. Who knows? Maybe she knows I that, know. and we don't know. I know, like, maybe the inside of his house is, like, a turtle hoarder. <laughs> or maybe she's just thinking a turtle is a, you know, it's a low-maintenance pet that he could yeah. keep yeah. in a box, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think I don't, think I don't know. Give him a, don't just give him, a a, give him a ceramic turtle. Yeah, yeah there you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, a token of a appreciation. peace offering. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Kelly, thanks for calling in. All right, thanks, Laura. Thanks, guys. Bye, Bye, Kelly. Bye. Bye. Yeah, ceramic turtle peace offering. I think that's a good idea. And the turtles are like grounded. They're also like what, like ancient mm-hmm. wisdom. Wisdom, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly. All right, next caller, you are 4442. Tell us uh, your name, your animal's name, all that information. Go ahead. Hi there. Uh, My name is Christina, and my cat's name is Poops. We actually spoke with Laura a couple of weeks ago, and she was a great help, um, but unexpectedly, um, Poops just couldn't fight anymore, and we lost her on Saturday night. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. We little poop. You want to see how poop is doing? We feel her around the house so often with us, so we just wanted to make sure that she positioned okay. Okay, let's get poops and see how she's doing. You have to tell them that I'm at peace. There's a really unique thing to happen when you pass away. You don't feel your body anymore. So that burning feeling goes away instantly. You all of a sudden can lift your head up and run really fast. It's such a refreshing feeling. I want to tell my family thanks for helping me. I'm really doing okay now. I want you to know that. She says she has eating time and my stomach doesn't bother me. She says she thinks what would be really cool if she found another kitty body and came back to my mom and dad. She says she's really thinking about that a lot. She says she wants to look like she looked like in life, but have white on her. Like maybe like a white streak on her cheek. 
That would be a fun way for them to know that I'm back. That's interesting. That's um, actually pretty crazy to hear you say because that's all our conversation has been since Saturday is if it was possible for her to come back and would she want to and how would we know? And without even asking you that, I guess she was just looking for a way to communicate that to us. Yeah, she answered you. That's so cool. You're going to have to let me know if you find a kitty that looks like that. So, Thank um, you so much, Laura. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. So I just want to sort of put it out there. Sometimes when they tell me what they're going to look like, they look exactly like that, right? And other times, the universe, they're trying to find a healthy body, especially if they had a really sick body in their past life. They're trying to find a really <laughs> healthy body in this life. So, um, so you'll be drawn either way but if you're drawn and um you feel like there's another cat that you're being drawn to that doesn't look like that trust that also because sometimes they can't make everything work out but they might it might be like another cat that looks a different way but has a white streak or or might have her color and have a white streak on her back instead of on her cheek so just sort of pay attention to um, giving her leeway on how, what exactly she'll look like. I mean, sometimes it's exact, but mm -hmm. other times the universe tries their best to match it up, but can't always place it exactly. Yeah, and let us know. Yeah, well, let us know. And her looking like a tortie, she might come back as another coloring in a domestic short hair. Yeah, but then she'll have like a white streak. Cause, but I mean, she's saying she'll be a tortie with a white streak. But give her some leeway if for some reason she finds a litter where she, they're going to be really healthy, but she can't necessarily, there's no tortie with a white streak in that litter. So, you know, uh-oh, I better be something else so I get back to mom and dad. But you'll know. Either way, trust it and you'll know because you'll be drawn. You're like drawn like magnets to one another. Okay. But there's usually... The universe hears you. So the universe hears this conversation. And so they'll put like something that looks like that. They'll give you a clue. It's almost like a treasure hunt. They'll give you a clue. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Christy, let us know. Call us back when you find her. Oh, poops. Poops. Oh, we just met poops like a couple weeks ago. I know. Remember we were talking about poops after the show? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah we're laughing about her name is so cute okay next caller we're going right ahead to our next caller uh let's see here uh number 9007 you're on the air let us know who's who are you your animal are they dead or alive age information go ahead um my name is brad and my dog is kansas the 10-year-old on the sunny post. Okay. Thank you for that. I'm looking for Kansas. Oh, there's Kansas. Oh, my gosh. What sweetness there. Um, yes. Oh, he's diagnosed with congestive heart failure. Have I spoken yeah. to you guys, to you guys before, no? Yes, for sure. We've done a few private yeah. sessions, and then yeah. Kansas got on the show once. Oh, you guys. Yeah, of course. So oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, yeah, it's, okay. it's, 
I mean, it, it is nice to know finally what um, his cough has been about the past six months. Mm-hmm. So we're glad that at least we know what's going on, but it's, you know, it's still heartbreaking to find that out. Okay, so I love these questions you want to know. We would like to know what he wants and how to make his life better for him right now. And if he wants, has anything to say to other dogs with the same condition, that's a good question too. Okay, sweetheart, Candace, you're on, my old friend. How you doing, bud? He says he's a little bit sad about this because they seem worried. I'm not quite sure what I need. He says he feels like maybe he needs a relaxer for his belly. He's feeling like when he coughs that it's like tightening his stomach muscles. Mm. So he's like a little sore. Are you putting his food and water raised? Because he says he would love his food and water raised. Well, he has dry food and water that's raised a little bit. When we feed him his regular meals, uh, he's usually laying down, and we feed it to well, him while, while he's laying down. That's, that's fine. So let me ask him about his – so what is it that your your food and water that's raised, do you want it higher? What's the story with that? I feel like it's too far down, like he wants it even higher. Does that make oh, sense sure. to you or no? Yeah? Yeah, I mean, it, it is raised, but, you know, it could be raised to right where his mouth is. So it definitely can go higher. Yeah, raise it so that he can bend his head a little bit to eat, you know, like bend his neck to eat. So not right where his mouth is, but... Because if I go down too much, it hurts my back. Oh, okay. Sure. He's saying what else he would love is a something cloth on his bed. This cloth thing on my bed. Could it be like a comforter on top of his bed? Well, we do put sh- different sheets on his bed, um, but we can certainly make give him a softer one. Sometimes they're a little scratchy. So, do, are you saying that you want to? softer one or do you want a thicker one Kansas what do you think a thicker one oh okay Kansas you're not saying too much about your heart though does your heart hurt (laughs) you at all like does your chest hurt you no it doesn't really hurt me he just coughs about seven eight times a day yeah he says sometimes he gets winded well, it's interesting that's bothering more his stomach than his actual chest, which I find like typically with congestive heart failure, they have like this sharp pain in his in their chest, and he's not really having that, which is like mm-hmm. really interesting to me. Well, I mean, we only we haven't taken to a specialist, but they're, he's on a diuretic right now, um, mm. and he's he's coughing right now. Actually, he just gets yeah. this real hack, hacking cough. I heard that, buddy. And that doesn't hurt your chest? That sounds like it would hurt your chest. Stomach mostly. That's so interesting. That is so weird. It's so unusual. Could it be a misdiagnosis? 
well, I don't want to say that. I mean, I not give medical but, advice. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I can't really give medical advice, but like usually they're pretty good at diagnosing that because they can, sure. you know, hear his heartbeat and sure. Um, and you know, so I don't know. I mean, but it wouldn't hurt to get a second opinion. Sure, sure, sure. But I don't know why you would cough if it was something else. Like typically, like even if it's like in the lungs and they're coughing, like sometimes they'll have fluid in their lungs and they'll cough. Like still their chest normally hurts. So there, uh, must, yeah, be that's... Some, there must be something you're doing that's easing that pain. Do you do energy work on him or anything like that? Yes, yeah, Cynthia does uh, tapping, sort of an EFT Oh. on him every night yeah and she's so been doing must, that for years yeah so it must be that that's like easing his pain so maybe tell her to do it around his stomach but how to get that to go away but it, you might be able to really help him with um well i know with chinese herbs you can help him like i'd maybe look with the heart actually oh okay yeah so i maybe but maybe she could help him with the stomach now Right. she is helping the chest. Yeah. But I do know animals who have congestive heart failure that do really well on herbs. If you can find someone who's, who can prescribe herbs for him. Sure. Um, I mean, we're in LA, so I, I would think there'd be. Oh uh, yeah. Helpful. Yeah. And there's a human doctor up here. Email me. There's a human doctor up here that will see him. Oh, cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're just so, you know, it's heartbreaking to go online and read some of the stuff you read about it and then yeah. look at him and think, know, oh, he seems, he's still eating, so we're, we're kind of mixed. That, yeah, and with, with the heart, usually they stop eating. But, you know, the thing is, is like you go online and you look about cancer and you think, oh, my gosh. But I see dogs live like six, seven years after diagnosis like these. Not that they're not – you know, something could happen and he could go downhill, but you know, you could yeah. do something and he, you get a lot more life out of him. So I, I would look at the Chinese herbs for sure. Oh, that's great. That's great advice. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Give us a call back and let us know. I will. Or Does email he have any us. advice for other dogs that, that are feeling the way he feels? I feel like he's. Yeah. What do you think about that, Kansas? Have a positive attitude. Feel love and just enjoy each moment. That's really what I do. Kansas, I think you and Stormy would be good friends. Yeah. <laughs> they could write a book together, maybe. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for your call. Yeah, Kansas and Stormy. They might be good friends. I wonder if they could meet meet telepathically. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure they have. Okay. Right now, buddy, are you sleeping? Are you listening to Kansas? Did you hear what Kansas said, buddy? Are you awake? Did you hear what Kansas said? You're talking to him right now? You're saying, hey, Kansas? Stormy says they can write a book, and but it will have to be all of Stormy's pictures. 
Stormy Ernie. I don't think that's very nice. I don't know what's going on with Stormy lately. <laughs> I think like a little bit of an ego, you know? Yeah. I don't know. The last two weeks I've been hearing about him and his he's his head's getting a little big, maybe. He looks like he's asleep. He's buddy, you talking to me when you're like asleep with your eyes open? It's so weird. Honey. Yeah. Buddy. <laughs> I'm talking to Kansas. Says, oh, okay. Okay. You talk to Kansas. So we're going to take one more phone call. Start getting ready, Storm King. All right. So we're going to take one more phone call. Um, this has got to be kind of quick because we're running out on time. So uh, again, tell us all your info right at the start and we'll get right to it. So 8550, you're on. Oh my gosh. Hello. Yes. Go ahead. Tell us your name, your animal, and. All that good info. My name's Explain, and my dog's name's Sebastian. He just passed on Monday night. Um, before that, he was diagnosed with diabetes a month earlier, and we were battling that. Two Fridays ago, he got into some raisins that I left out, and I feel horrible. And they told me that he was only going to last a day, and he lasted nine days. And the last day he couldn't walk. And I had to rush him to the vet. And they told me that if I were to take him home, that they were, that he was going to go into cardiac arrest. And so I put him down there at the, at the vet's office. And when they were putting him down, he was pulling away his paw. And he was fighting to the very last minute. I want to know if he's upset at me for leaving the raisins out. I want to know if he's mad at me. Aww. And what happened? What did Sebastian look like? Sebastian, I put him on the, the wall. He's red hair. He's a mint and palm mix. Um, there's a couple of pictures I posted on all the, the pages there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I see him. Is this, is this him? I lost my baby Monday night, and I would really like to communicate with him. Is that him? Oh, he's super cute, that little Sebastian. Okay, Sebastian. I'm so sorry you had such a scary experience, buddy. How are you doing now? He says he's good now and he tries to come to his mom, but his mom doesn't notice. I like push her. I push her arm up and I snuggle my face really close. And I say, Mom, can you hear me breathing? So it's like he's breathing like into your cheek. Oh, my gosh. I want to tell my mom something. She did not kill me. I'm really okay. He said a beautiful fairy angel came for him. She had beautiful red fairy wings. And I flew with her to heaven. And I'm like a magical creature here in heaven. Because all these little fairy beings are coming to say hello to, hello to me. Everyone thinks I'm like a special dog. <laughs> yes. It's interesting that there are, like, fairies around him. Do you like fairies? Um, not that I know of, but... Um... This is interesting, because it's not something I hear often. Yeah. 
So you might want to like think about that. Like that might be a sign for him, like like butterflies, like anything that might look like a fairy, a dragonfly. You know, those things might come around. That could be a sign from him. Mom, tell tell my mom something else. He's always on the bed rubbing around. He says he flips over back and forth. Mm-hmm. And he rubs his face into the sheet. And I'm like super happy. You really don't need to worry. He keeps giving me like the feeling of his breath and like him breathing. So he really is like stressing that to you. Like he's still alive. Like he might not be alive in body, but he's stressing that he's alive, that he's alive um, in spirit. And she's she coming back. Mom, I don't know yet. I'm just getting used to playing here. Mom, it's fun to play here. He keeps saying he's getting used to it. I'm getting used to it. And, you know, they're all different. It's like some of them, they just, they take a lot longer to kind of get used to their place and realize why they're there and what their next move is. But he can still be around you when he does all of that. Yeah. Yeah, I felt him that night when I came home him like rub against my face like he used to just oh, hug me good good and it's common to feel a separation for a few days and then feel them come back again so you should be feeling him again today or tomorrow it's really it's normal for that for like a three-day period that you don't feel them and it's to feel like it's a little bit harder but he can see and hear you it's just farther away yeah. I, I told him that, I told him when they were putting him down that I was, if he comes back, I will find him and I will do anything to find him. Mm, yeah. Well, when he comes back, if, if that's meant to be for him, you'll be like magnets and you'll just find each other. It's really hard for us because we think that because we're so close to them that, of course, they would want to come back right away. Like, I think that about Stormy, right? Like, you better, like, get to heaven and come right back. But it doesn't work that way. When they're on the other side, they don't feel this mourning like we feel. They don't feel this, like, emptiness and this longing for them. They feel full of us. They feel like they're in our love. So they don't have this, like, need to be right with us instantly. And so that's really important to remember, yeah. Mm, Yeah, that's so important. And, like, yeah, like you said, that three-day period thing because that's that you've talked about that before and Mm -hmm. um yeah that that space that they have like it sounds like he's playing you know and he's getting used to what's going on in this other other world yeah yeah i think that they don't want to come back right away but many Mm -hmm. of them don't you know yeah yeah well yeah let us know um if you find another dog, I mean, I think it'll be a little while before you know, but yeah, keep us posted and message us and give us a call back. Yeah. Um, well, it is time for Storm King's 
Words of wisdom. I'm, I'm making sure you're up for words of wisdom, buddy. I know you're so sleepy, but can you tell me any words of wisdom today? Tell everyone to get some rest, buddy. Come on. This is like your special time. What you going to say? Mean, that's, a good, that's a pretty good words of wisdom. We all do get need rest. Well, yeah, buddy. Good words of wisdom, honey. Can you come up with something else, though, too? Is that you love your mom? Oh, I love you, too, honey. <laughs> he sounds and tired. Am, and I am going to come back right away. You better come back right away, buddy. You better <laughs> come back right away. Yeah, you better. You got a books to write. You have, like, a business to run Storm King. I want to, I want Stormy to be my human baby. <laughs> that right, would be buddy? awesome. Yeah, I is know, he gonna come back? Nice. Yeah. So right, he would be like the smartest baby ever, the wisest I, baby. Don't you think so? I know. Yeah, that's totally. Crazy. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. Um, I know we're running out of time, but what you talk about coming back in, in different ways and all that and you know you just have to keep you keep an open mind and and be keep your awareness up you know that's right yeah yeah trust trust in spirit you will be led you will be led yeah uh well if you didn't get on the air today please call us again next week uh we do try to take as many calls as we can but we have such a short time one hour one hour so call and until then, you can go to thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication as well as private consultations with Laura. You can like us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. And if you're not following us on Twitter, please do so at thepetpsychic. And you can always email us at petpsychicradio at gmail.com. Until then, we will see you next week. All right. Talk, Bye, to, the talk to the animals. Oh, and no, next week it's Thanksgiving, I think. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> Bye, oh. everyone. <laughs> no, thanks. Oh, yeah, it is Thanksgiving. So we'll be off next week. Next time, two weeks. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving.